0: Paul Goodman was the greatest conker player to ever pick up a string. It was a joy to watch him working away with his iconic screwdriver. He could tie a
1: knot as intricate as a woman's secret. I will never forget when he came to me as a child, and he said, give me your conkers or I'll punch you in the face. And I always thought, that is a great man. You can't talk about Paul Goodman without mentioning an old
0: buddy. His famous 129er conker. He loved
1: old Buddy, and in 1937 they was wed. When the autumn came around, kids, women, and children would flee in every direction as soon as Paul Goodman came out with his conquer bag. He called it Gwyneth.
0: Oh, some people uh, would say it's pretty much luck, down to the uh the conquer and the uh, skill of the player. No, uh, those people never saw uh, Paul Goodman swinging a spicy
1: nut for all it's worth. That was Billy Barbition. Long time loser to Paul Goodman. Greatest conquer player in the world, see? He's dead now. I don't think I'll
0: ever forget Paul Goodman. He and his exotic brown goods swinging about. <laughs> May he never crash. Be. I'm old man Salt. I didn't forget Johnny. We're <laughs> gonna fucking forget him, alright? How could you? <laughs> we are celebrating being halfway through another decade by taking a leisurely fall into the history hole. And <laughs> the history hole! This time we are reviewing 1948's baseball biopic, the Babe Ruth story.
2: It's the fabulous story of a fabulous guy. Yes, it's the babe's old story. His hits and his errors. His triumphs that made him the king of New York. His escapade, lusty and hilarious. His times, America's gayest era. The drama of a great-hearted guy who lived life to the full and loved kids most of all. The babe who always played the game on the level.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> baseball. Baseball. Baseball, baseball. What's your head
0: there, Johnny. There's a... Baseball coming. That's how it's played.
1: There is nothing greater about baseball than <laughs> baseball. Baseball. The only thing
0: at risk of ruining the great game of baseball is the sound of my own nasal voice. But they've yet to find a way to remove me from the stadium. <laughs> The film is considered to be one of the worst films ever made, the most obvious reasons uh, being its crazy exaggeration of Babe Ruth's life, and the, de- yep. and the decision to have a 42-year-old William Bendix play playroof <laughs> over the course of about 30 years of his life, starting at 18. Yeah.
3: Merry Christmas, George. Merry Christmas, brother Matthias. I was trying to throw a curve, and it worked. You should have seen it. It sailed off straight as a bullet, and then it broke. Yes, it certainly did.
1: Good job. That was great. It it, (laughs) it gave Babe Ruth a real um, Lenny from Of Mice and Men quality. (laughs) As did his general performance. (laughs) Swing the bat, babe. Oh, it's real pretty. (laughs) It's Mongo from Blazing Saddles. (laughs) Me crush, man. No, swing the (laughs) the ball. Swing the the, ball. Swing
0: the ball. I'm about to throw the bat at you. I know how this works. (laughs) Stupid prick. (laughs) You're the idiot here. (laughs) Writing at the time, uh, John McCartan, what's a McCartan with you, Uh, over at the New Yorker said, of Bendix, that he handles a bat as if it were hard to manipulate as a barrel stave. Even with a putty nose, Mr. Bendix resembles Mr. Roof not at all. God, different time. And he certainly does the hitter an injustice by representing him as a kind of Neanderthal fellow. Sort of
1: Neanderthal fellow. Like, laissez-faire just penetrated every aspect of 1940s life, didn't it?
0: And <laughs> What aspect of that? That f- review was
1: very offhand.
0: <laughs> it was very much letting the film make its own mistakes, and I, I approve of that <laughs> personally, as a parent. Uh, Wikipedia has this to say, More recent assessments of the film have been overwhelmingly negative in co- in contrast in to comparison. what you just heard yeah, yeah. <laughs> meanwhile but yeah production <laughs> on the other hand <laughs> on the other hand still shit <laughs> <laughs> says everyone <laughs> oh christ Well production on the film was rushed to release when babe roof uh took ill in the late 40s but apparently he was well enough to attend the premiere of the film of a film that ends with him dying at the end spoiler alert to yeah. you and to babe
1: roof jesus
0: <laughs> yeah babe um if you pull through, we are going to have to reshoot the ending. I'm just, I'm just just, saying that. I don't expect you to do anything about it, but... I am definitely going to die. <laughs> don't you All worry right about then. that. I've been 42 since I was 18. <laughs> it's Jack's disease. <laughs> it's Jack's even worse disease. He gets to 42 immediately <laughs> and then just stays there. Well, the bliss of youth. <laughs> now, I was very surprised to find that we have several men. Ooh, I guess when we're, we're digging into the decades, we're there, digging Paul. into it's the gonna, decades. we got it's going to happen. Gonna We've happen. It, they've only come from two of our previous films. Uh, from Love Happy, we have um, Sayer Deering and Edward okay. Gargan, who plays a cop in both. We're and in... then from Invasion USA, we have Frank Mills and Knox Manning, who is the narrator in <gasps> this and was the newscaster in Invasion USA. Oh, brilliant!
1: The newscaster who. Steals thingos Boy Girl uh, Girlfriend
0: No no I think just the guy On Ah. the news Who's like uh, The Russians are attacking
2: Yes The Babe The most famous And colourful athlete In the game's history The incomparable Unpredictable Babe Ruth American as the Hot dog Soda pop And chewing gum this man was Mr. Baseball himself.
1: Hundreds of unidentified aircraft are unquestionably moving south across Alaska. It's time. The, forget about baseball, folks. The commies are here. <laughs> I don't even need to leave the set. <laughs> but
0: look, being long dead does not save you from the three-man bin, so you all better watch out.
1: Yeah. Sorry about this, but it, it's actually the most fun bit of our jobs. <laughs> Sticking it to dead people.
0: Uh, So, Paul, you tragic dying little boy Baseball,
1: baseball, baseball
0: (laughs) What's one thing about baseball and the
1: Babe Ruth story That made you just know he can make it? Oh, gosh, I think the announcer slash narrator The style of an an announcer Just really, really kept this film going Um,
0: (laughs) He was announcing the narrative
1: plot points as if they were plays And here comes the love interest coming up the left wing Yeah, as if he was Moses Or, (laughs) or, Or, like...
0: That's the weirdest yes and I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's very much like Jesus. It reminds us. It reminds me of the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus. Um, no, I I paused because I I about to say Moses coming down with the Ten Commandments, but then I thought, no, is that is that who it was? I can't. It was who it was. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, the more you know, everyone. <laughs> the more you know. It's, it's like him coming down and speaking to the people. Yeah. Because they just step out and go, yes, of course, Babe Ruth has played and won the hearts and minds of many men, children, and women alike. <laughs> He has also d- he died for our sins. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> at, some, at one point, he fucking does. He died both professionally and personally
0: in order to save all of us, which is wonderful. And just one yeah. of the things you'll learn when we d- tell you about the Babe Ruth story. I can't wait, Paul. Oh boy! Well, you shouldn't you shouldn't wait because <laughs> the movie starts with a fur's buy credit. All the furs have been provided by this individual. I feel oh great. God. I feel really good about this.
1: <laughs> for his different time fursby by, and then just a list of the animals they killed. Leave your morals out of the history old mate. <laughs> they have no place here. All <laughs> oh, the animals. by, fox, mink, <laughs> otter. Your mum. Murder. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, 50s so,
0: is harsh. So political. But um, <laughs> we get a little tour of a baseball museum, and all of the baseball legends are represented in this place. Christy Matthewson
2: of the New York Giants. Honus Wagner, the flying Dutchman, greatest shortstop of all time. Fighting John McGraw, winner of ten National
0: League pennants. Ronk Duckley, the fastest Irishman in the league. <laughs> you got Teddy Wheatit, Man, uh, who could sh- yeah. shave a coconut with that bat. Jeb Hebley. Yep. He was all about the shake. All about the ship shake. All about the chip the chip tunes and the ship shake. Uh, you yep. got Drink McCluskey, who
1: uh, never even saw a baseball his whole career. No. Not once. Smash Anderson, his his son went on to be in Kangaroo Jack, but he was also quite good at baseball umpiring.
0: Smash Smash Tony Anderson, yeah, absolutely,
1: yeah. and uh,
0: Spiffin' Gregorys, uh, the needle nose hand foot man. So all all the all the stars, <laughs> all,
1: all, all the greats. All so at this greats. point that I go, I I know nothing about baseball. This should be
0: good. <laughs> this should be interesting.
1: I, I need two two of the names. Um, Ty Cobb because he, uh, his bat gets burned in baseball, and. Um, <laughs> Which, which is what I know about baseball. And Lou Gehrig. And then Lou Gehrig. Because yeah, um, because there's a well,
0: because named a family after, guy joke about him, I think. He was also named after a disease, which, um, you know, very odd move on his parents' part. <laughs>
1: Surprising or not, that's what the family guy joke was, I think.
0: Oh, family guy, have beaten us all to the punch. Which is a shame, because my next five jokes were about how old Tara Reid was. Awkward.
1: They are good, though. It's, just, it's true, so... <laughs>
0: It's it's always going to be true. People love it. So yeah, it's time that we meet Babe the Boy and there's a great bit of representation for Chinese people
1: (laughs) You're welcome. Fantastic. You're welcome East (laughs) (laughs) We'll feel good about this. But there's fortunately for this for this guy who'd come over here and not even bothered to learn a single word of American there is a there is a guy there who's like a doc hand who speaks fluent Mandarin yeah. and is able to convey to <laughs> Babe Ruth's dad, Dad Babe, that he's knocked a bloody baseball through his bloody window. Starting early, I see. Yeah, great. Well, that's what <laughs> happens when you raise children with dreams. If you dreams. fully translate the Mandarin, um,
0: what he actually said was, "This heroic young boy managed to spectacularly throw a
1: ball through my window from several streets away." Clearly, he is meant for greatness. He knocked a hole through my expectations and <laughs> did a, put a massive pile of glass in my hopes and dreams in a good way. America. <laughs> and in between scolding Babe and um, just yeah. yelling at the Chinaman man to shut up every single time he opens his mouth, yeah, um, because he'll only he'll only tolerate it so much.
0: Let's have a Citizen Kane moment because a a, a benefactor is going to take him away from his awful family life. It's it's an anti Citizen Kane moment. It's the opposite, <laughs> yeah. But um, um, I mean, it just happened back then. Kids, season. kids just got passed around. He's just like, "Oh, I'm taking your boy." By the
1: way, oh, no, I am a priest. Oh, okay, well, oh well, that, that's, sorry, Father. that's fine. <laughs> yeah. No further questions, Father. <laughs> <laughs> spirit is to spirit is auntie, <laughs> uh, bro- It's brother, Ma- brother Matthias. Everyone. <laughs> oh, brother Matthias. Gonna love that character by the end. Yeah, great. I f- I forgot that that was him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he takes him to St. Mary's, and then um, we cut forward
0: 50 years. (laughs) We cut forward Um, seven years, and the head priest does his very best to prepare you for what's about to happen.
2: After St. Mary's became home for George Herman Ruth, he grew so fast that his tremendous size brought him his first nickname, Big George.
0: Wow, (laughs) he sure has grown a lot in the last seven
1: years. A lot. (laughs) He's grown a lot. He looks like the gas man from Dumb and (laughs) Dumber.
0: What was that, Father? Nothing, nothing. So, so wasted here. I'm so ahead of my time.
1: Did miss a trick with with a pan. They could have had a pan reveal <laughs> when the camera's going along the children and going. He's I was it a few years longer than anybody else. <laughs> Hopes and dreams, and I thought wouldn't. I said to Nell, wouldn't it be funny if he was just like a 50 year old dude? <laughs> and then um, so the next scene, uh, there's a, there's a hole in the window, and yeah. Brother Matthias looks through it to find Babe Ruth, the man, <laughs> the, fully, the grown fully grown man, grown yeah, at time of death. <laughs> Uh, and this is when the sort of Lenny from Of Mice and Men comparisons start Because he's he's a complete nincompoop
0: Yes Hello, you mean I'm going to get paid to play baseball? He's uh, playing it as, I think, young and naive But it does come across mm. as kind of terrifying Man-child Giant, yeah, man-child giant yes. And he is taken away the- to go play the baseball Because yeah. that's how baseball works They come to the orphanage and take you away Anyway, will the new kid do well? Will Babe Ruth get on all right in his first game? Well, tell you what, let's cut to 12 wins later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, because, yeah, he was in the training. Like, they tricked him into putting his arm in a, in a sling all night. And yeah. It was, and it was numb, and the coach was angry. He's like, oh, no. You've got Uh-oh. a game in, in seven hours. How are you going to recover? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he like cuts to him just throwing money in Tramp's faces. <laughs> He's a fucking baller already. He's a Cardi yeah. <laughs> B-style baller. He's got the ass to show it. <laughs> yeah, he's in the uh, club
0: Cartier frames on a turtleneck mm. But oh no, it turns out Babe has a tell Maybe someone could tell him that Apparently yeah. he sticks his tongue out when he's about to throw a ball good Yeah. But no, they bloody bench him They bench the Babe without explaining it And he has to hear, it from, an, babe? He has to hear it from an awful woman instead The indignity
2: They beat you And it's getting to be a habit Because they've spotted your weakness You telegraph every curve ball.
3: You're awful pretty, but you're awful daffy.
1: From an uppity dame. An uppity dame has to tell him that he sticks his tongue out all the time. Unbelievable. Yeah, imagine that. And he, he he's really not happy about it. No. The other the other guy, credit to the nineteen fifties, is fairly happy to listen to her and her advice. <laughs> and Babe is just yeah, wise guy, eh? Nineteen forties, sir. Well, so even more it felt it even more awful. It feels like the fifties to me.
0: <laughs> there was a real nadir in the fifties. We've 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 just come through it in the history hole. And really is this our first forties film? What was the last one? Oh, Love Happy. Was that? That might have been 49. But in any no. case. Well, when
1: I say 50s, what I mean is like, just olden days. Yeah.
0: You know, everything beyond 1988
1: is 50s. <laughs> <laughs> We're historians. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, but when people say, yeah, but you, you should know what date this is. That's not how history works. That's not yeah. how history courses work. It's just about me knowing what left and right yeah. historiography is. <laughs> Look, welcome. I can use
0: the word historiography and um, popularist and get <laughs> a star... <laughs> oh, okay, great. But look, I write the note, we get a scene about how great Babe Ruth is, which
1: seems very naive now <laughs> to have written that. Oh that scene. That's so vague. <laughs> um, in, in retrospect. Cause yeah, I mean we we I do think- have seventy eight scenes about how great Babe Ruth yeah. is. I'm just I'm just waiting for the two big scenes, Paul. Uh, I know,
0: some of which do not even involve Babe Ruth. He's just, like, not there. But one of them in which he is there is a bunch of kids, a bunch of 30-year-old kids talking about how great he is.
2: You ought to get 20000
3: Babe. What do you mean? He ought to get 100000 Yeah, with his picture printed on every dollar. <laughs> you guys ought to be my business manager. <laughs>
0: and he shows up. And he takes them out to dinner. He gets them a table. At which point, it just becomes so apparent he's a grown ass man. But then he bumbles onto stage during a musical number and accidentally invents yeah. Paul
1: Blart. Ah fuck! Well, fuck him. <laughs> this all comes from pursuing the lady who gave him the advice because he's now realised that he wants a wants a piece of her. Um, and she fucking hates him. Just, just yeah. t- tip to toe. Rightly so. Wants him to die in a fire, and he's <laughs> he's, he's a- just. Ah, hard to get, eh? <laughs> Maybe if I just touch you a bit more.
3: <laughs> oh, you don't know how you've helped me. Thanks to you, I sure got my tongue under control now. I wouldn't say so. Yeah, but Clara, wait. Clara! You didn't let me don't finish up.
0: Maybe if I get more into your personal space, you'll accept me. I've seen a video, a a videotape somehow. I've seen a... What the fuck was around in the... uh, Because this is a 40s film set in the 20s at the moment. So I've seen a... a, a, I've seen a talkie. (laughs) I've seen a talkie about how to uh, seduce women or train dogs. I forget which. Probably both.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically all of these scenes happen with Babe Ruth coming in, being an alpha male shithead and ridiculing someone. And then everyone else in the room being like, Gee golly, Mr. Ruth. You sure are the best. <laughs> you sure are the swellest. Yeah. And the person in the middle just crying.
3: Well, hiya, Shorty. What are you doing down there? I like it down here. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> oh I like this little guy. <laughs> He's a pretty tough mug, ain't he? Especially for a manager whose team never won a pennant. <laughs> Keep punching, pal. <laughs> Thanks, Muggins. Hawkins is the name. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I love this little guy.
0: And then we get what to, I assume is what is one of your scenes, because one day, whilst Babe is practicing, <laughs> <laughs> there's a pickup truck pulls up by the by the field. <laughs>
1: yes, what's in the pickup truck, Paul? Oh, fuck. Well, it's a lovely... I immediately thought of Freddy Got Fingered. But it's um it's a lovely dad. I want to play baseball. I want to play baseball, (laughs) Daddy. No, can I have a piece of cake, Daddy? Of course you can, Timmy. It's your birthday. (laughs) Um, so so Dad and Timmy rock up, and Timmy is is paraplegic, I think. Yeah, but he's he's brought him out into in the back of his pickup truck, propped him up so he can watch the babe, propped um, him up, knock some homers. Yeah, (laughs) open Um, his eyes, propped him up, (laughs) (laughs) and Babe knocks a homer. That's so. He does timer. less.
0: He does less than Apple. And he jogs past and says, "Oh no, God!" Yeah. Yeah. He jogs past and says, "Hey, a kid." He's coming right this way, son.
3: I see him, Dad. I see him. Hi, kid.
2: Hi, you, babe. Oh, Denny, don't. Hi,
3: you, Babe Ruth. What, oh, Denny? You. Yourself. Look, son,
2: you're you standing alone.
3: Dad, he spoke to me. Babe Ruth spoke to me himself.
2: Oh, Denny, Denny, they said you'd never.
1: Fuck me. Yes, <laughs> I I forgot. I I think my mind just thought no. It has to be something greater than, yeah. than that ridiculous thing. No, Cause it's Because after saying that, um, the kid obviously wants a, a better look at the babe <laughs> as he runs off. Fuck yeah. And he start and he starts. He's like, I can, I can, I can get up. And the dad's like, No, Timmy. No, Timmy, you can't move. You're too you're, weak. You're unable to do this. Your entire life, you're, the doctor said. You're medically incapable of doing this, Timmy. Doesn't stop Timmy, though. No. He's on his feet. He can. Timmy can fucking walk again. <laughs> because After Bay the doctor Bruce. said he never would. Because <laughs> Babe Ruth said, hiya, kid, and didn't sexually molest him.
0: <laughs> and he was so surprised. They shocked him out <sighs> of his disability. And now he's fine. <sighs> he's a pregnant. And then now. they
1: tell Phil. <laughs> and um, there's a guy, Phil, in there who I, I can't remember his connection to Babe it just it, He's there at some point And right. Phil's like, yeah, he's pretty great yeah. Pretty goddamn good <laughs> Well done, you're the best, Babe Well, <laughs> he's got another child
0: to help Because a terrifying fucking child Just the f- most frightening child you've ever fucking seen Asked Babe for an autograph Hiya, fella Hiya, babe and my dog? What's the dog's name? Pee-wee. Pee-wee. And so Babe kills his puppy. He he hits a ball and the ball just fucking takes this dog out. And he then picks it up and rushes it to a human doctor to demand that Mm -hmm. the overworked people doctors operate on the fucking dog.
3: Get your best doctors in there in a hurry. I got a sick dog. What do you mean you won't operate just because he's a dog? Hope I can remember my canine anatomy.
1: Why would you have why? Why would you have learned, learned that? <laughs> well, you were you a vet, and, and your teacher sat you down and went, Now, Gerald, just in I will see I foresee greater things in you than dogs. Put that dog down. Now, in
0: case your patient has You're been transferred doctor. into the mind of a dog, and you have to operate on them in order to save their life, I went to movie school. I prepared for every <laughs> movie scenario that could happen.
1: <laughs> and he does, yeah, you just go, well, fuck it, alright, for Babe Ruth. But, 1920s is a terrifying place, Paul. <laughs>
0: But I love the idea that they introduced this Babe taking out the dog with his baseball as like, you know, the the moral moment, <laughs> the moral dilemma for Babe. <coughs> I learned baseball for good, oh. not for evil. <laughs> like, what what does it mean? <laughs> he just took out a dog. It was an accident, and it turns. But look, there's a chance here for him to learn that there's some things
1: he just can't control, no matter how rich he is, no matter how popular. Oh, the dog's fine. Dog's fine. Humans, humans are harder to operate on than dogs. Ergo, <laughs> I, I could save a dog. Yeah. With a knife. I could uh, s- mostly a save a dog. It wouldn't be a good life, but it would be a life. So a doctor. It would be a life.
0: It'd be a, it would be a life. Better than nothing, right? Better. It's literally yeah. better than nothing, which is the other option. I'm sorry to break it to you. I mean,
1: that doctor after that, that dog can, that dog can play chess.
0: <laughs> it's a shame Babe didn't perform the operation himself. You know, the dog would have come out with a bigger dick,
1: and just everything would have yeah. been amazing. Start slapping small people around. <laughs> But and yeah, we um, and what his reward for that is is uh, ten more seconds with that terrifying monster child. Fucking hell! Um, that actual <laughs> dummy, that actual like child's play style vaudeville <laughs> dummy.
0: The actual child jaw. The actual child of the damned. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But he goes back to his uh, baseball home, the 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 baseball house that there is. Baseball. <laughs> I can't I can't stress how much I learned about baseball watching this, and he goes home. And um, his coach is there, and it's like, where have you been? Oh, I ran off to find treatment for a dog I hit with a baseball. You weren't watching the game? That actually fucking happened. I thought the ref was shitting me.
1: No. <laughs> Definitely how my afternoon went. <laughs> well, I'm not going to believe a single fucking word you said. Um, unbelievably, I am the villain in this piece for the moment.
0: <laughs> for now, yeah. Have a touching death scene in about five scenes.
1: <laughs> yeah, because we've all got to realise that Babe Ruth is Jesus. Um, so yeah, if someone's got to die before him, then so be it. Look, even the people who hate him him, love him and would fuck him, if need be. I think
0: so. It's the nature of Babe Ruth. Yeah, I think so. I I mean,
1: this is demonstrated in in this scene, actually, when his manager's chewing him out because there's a telegram man um, (laughs) standing between them.
0: Oh, hiya,
3: Hug. Telegram. Now look, Short and Ugly. I'm getting tired of you picking on me. Tired, eh? Well, I'm finding you 5,000 bucks now. be good and tired. 5,000 bucks?
2: Hey, that's the biggest fine ever plastered on a ball player. Yeah,
3: you little creep. You can't do that to me. No, you can't do that to Babe. You tell him, Babe, I'm with you. I'm, that's telling him, Babe, I'm with you. Babe, I'm
0: with you. I'm with you.
1: Why are you still here? What is your job?
0: <laughs> what are you? How are you allowed in here? What is this? So... <laughs> Babe Ruth gets suspended for saving a puppy. It definitely went that way, and not any other way. Trust me. <laughs> you don't need to look it up. You don't. You don't need a history book. That's how it happened. He saved a puppy, and th- they fired him for it. It's Movie's outrageous. the
1: truth. Movie's the truth. Movie. The truth. The movie. And you tell a lie to tell a truth, and this truth is Babe Ruth was suspended for saving a puppy. Yeah. He literally with a human doctor.
0: He saved a puppy, and they literally threw him in jail. Um, <laughs> but oh no, he's got to go two months without baseball now. What's he gonna do? So we cut to after that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, we cut to just, just before he comes back, yeah. and um, a couple of guys trying to get him to throw the game to make some real scratch, <gasps> and, he, and he punches them so hard they forget about baseball entirely.
0: Yay! Get him, babe! Definitely yeah. the only circumstances he got into trouble was when he got into fights with actual
1: wrong Yeah. Preserving <laughs> the honour of America. Absolutely. There was a flag waving behind him, and he ate it, but I loved it. <laughs> he ate it, and he pooped it out, and it looked even better.
0: <laughs> Gone through, babe! So, at this stage, we, <laughs> this a babe. we we cut to a children's hospital. And uh, they're celebrating, <laughs> they're celebrating New Year. Aunt
3: Clara, do I have to go home tonight? Oh, Bobby, don't you want to come home for Christmas? Oh, sure, Aunt Clara. But the nurse said Babe Ruth is coming to see us tonight.
0: Oh, all Christmas! I forget. The reason I forget oh, is because Babe Ruth shows up stinking drunk and says the following yeah. line.
3: Happy New Year! It's Christmas. <laughs>
1: Which is wonderful. Oh, it just just goes to show, doesn't it? 20% what you say. But
0: then Claire, his eventual wife, uh, fixes his alcoholism forever, and that's definitely how it happened, and no other way. Whether you asked for it or not, you represent the dreams and ambitions
1: of millions of American kids. How you act, they act. Never forget that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. definitely. Um, it was in the movie. Yeah, and but 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 the sequence sequence of events, yeah, um, from the children waiting for Rick Douglas yeah. and uh, to <laughs> to Claire telling him to clean his act up, yeah, and then the several newspaper shots of his c- career foundering does convey the message that Claire is directly responsible <laughs> for it by trying to straighten him up. He
0: was better off drunk. <laughs> yeah, he didn't feel it. They always are, the greats. <laughs> always. That's why you just got... Some people are just better than the rules. But oh no, someone who's not. It's that little midget he kept making fun of who dies. Yeah, oh, shit. The coach dies. Oh, no. He was nice to him once. Not,
1: he, was, he was nice to him once. And they had a resolution at the, at yeah. the end just before he died. And, um, and now Babe gets to come in with flowers <laughs> and tell his dead body, thinking he's still alive, that he got married to Claire. <laughs> yeah. Just shouting in his face as he would to a, to a sick man.
3: I'm sorry, Mr. Ruth, but you can't come in, not now. Oh, don't give me the busy signal, sister. I gotta see my pal. Hello, hug, hot, tricks. Mr. I, Ruth, i Wait sorry. a minute, Doc. I gotta talk to this little guy here. Hug, uh, guess what? Claire and me, we're married. We just got back from our honeymoon. Oh, yeah, we brought you some flowers, too, Hug. Pretty, huh? Uh, nurse. Nurse, put these in some nice fresh water. But... Well, go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on. Uh, hug, we...
0: I didn't mean to kill him I was just trying to give him a hug
1: <laughs> I broke this hamster Lenny <laughs> George I um... broke this coach George <laughs> I think it's time we got to the other
0: I think big scene uh, Because here comes little fucking Johnny Here he comes Little fucking Johnny The kid who Roof actually did suppose was the cure in real life Let's go ahead and exaggerate okay. it shall we Let's <laughs> um, try right. First of all, let's have Babe actually go out to Gary, Indiana, which is still a a place name I really just find entertaining. I never not will. I'm sure Gary, Indiana is a great place, but it's a place called Gary, Indiana. And therefore... (laughs) (laughs) It's called Gary. It's called fucking Gary. It's like Dave in Bristol. (laughs) I
1: know a Dave in Bristol. He's not a place.
0: (laughs) He's not. I'm not having that allegation leveled against him.
1: (laughs) No, oh, I've, I've heard this way too many times. <laughs> I'm not, not a, a place. Not even a Bristol accent. It's ridiculous.
0: Never was. Never was. I, I can make it better by comparison, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's people like to keep me around. I'm like I'm like most people's fake accents. Hot, um, not hot, friend. <laughs> better by comparison. <laughs> well, Christ, a lot of three three years strong here, man. A lot of fake accents get laid around me, man. But look, here comes a little fucking kid because. The doctor, who is in the same room as the kid and his parents, um, tactfully mentions that medicine can do no more
1: for him.
2: Medicine can do no more for him, but if he recognizes you,
1: it might help. If I had to think of a word to describe this child, it's a car crash. It's <laughs> dead immediately. Believe it or not, he used to look human. <laughs> yeah,
0: he goes over, Babe goes over and talks to this kid. The kid's not responding much. And he's like, come on, kid. You got to get up and learn baseball. That's all I really know about is baseball. Hey,
3: Johnny. What's the idea of being sick? You're going to get well pretty soon.
0: You'll be hitting 400 and breaking windows two blocks away. You know, and a few other things that I'm not allowed to talk about. <laughs> but baseball, come on, kid. <laughs> you got to get up and come do the baseball. And, and the kid's not responding. So he's like, <laughs> hey, you got a radio? Yeah, it's the entire wall behind you. <laughs> just, you you were sat by it for most of the scene And it is the size The house of, is a radio <laughs> It's the size of a smaller house built inside of it You could not have failed to <laughs> notice The fucking radio in this room Oh sorry I I, oh. I, I I didn't mean to I just I get so muddled sometimes
1: I'm Babe Ruth <laughs> National Treasure It's like I've been getting three strikes all day long
0: <laughs> Hey do you want to have sex What oh sorry that was um. Sometimes I slip into Different. actual real world Babe Ruth But, um, (laughs) look, don't worry about Johnny. He's going to be fine. And so he goes out, he goes out into the field. Yeah. But you know what? It was a little while ago that, uh, the whole thing of Johnny. So, um, (laughs) that's what he needs, what he really needs right now. And, uh, what his loving, supportive wife can, uh, can do for him. As, uh, he goes out into the field to, uh, Mm -hmm. play baseball, um, and he has, he's made a promise. Basically, he's, he's promised the kid that he's going to uh, point out a shot yeah. and then make that shot a home run just for him. But, you know, he's had a lot on that day. You know, he's done a lot of other things. He's gone and done his groceries, had your dinner. Went to church, was a like upstanding citizen. <laughs> Probably got laid a few times on his way there. So there's every chance that he just yeah. wouldn't remember this uh, promise he made to a dying like, lad about
1: his... You could say he forgot, forgot about Johnny.
0: Yeah, he could have forgotten about Johnny, so... How did They forgot about Johnny. What could what could the wife do about that? Mm. What 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 she could do? <laughs> Some, oh, yeah. Stop the whole game in order to yell. Hey, hey! Don't forget Johnny.
1: Oh yeah, the dying kid. Thanks, doll. <laughs> I Guess I'll fucking hit a homer then. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then and then similarly, parallel to that. Uh huh. Um, little Johnny. Um, Lying in bed On his deathbed And the parents around him Yeah They've had a busy day Since Babe Ruth Promised to hit yeah home for him um, <laughs> no, busy They've been day. lying there Sitting around yeah. Listening to the doctor Saying look He's, he's definitely not Going to make it <laughs> This kid is toast If I had to think of a, On a scale of 1 to ten, one being dead And 10 being dead It's just It's, it's B It's not even <laughs> on the scale It's dead 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 it's, 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 I'm going to go it's, Dig it's, a hole it for it him It makes sense <laughs> It makes sense That they would forget That Babe Ruth Was um, promising to Promising to hit home, of As it. they try to get him off their property. And, and it's a good thing that the radio announcers have microphones installed <laughs> on every radio so they get to hear the, the goings on yeah. in every household because the announcer is putting a lot of focus on the fact that Babe Ruth has to hit yeah. a home run.
2: <laughs> Babe Ruth has just made that same gesture again but two strikes on him. He pointed to the flagpole in the center
0: field bleachers, plainly indicating that's where he means to park that next pitch. It's great because that scene is on YouTube, isolated, and is titled Babe Ruth Hits Home Run Cures Another Kid. (laughs) (laughs) Cures another kid. (laughs) Cures another kid. Cured another Uh, three kids in the process. He can do it just (laughs) walking home. We just line him up he's so much better than Jesus Jesus had to like lay on hands baby can just like yell from a car and cure people on the way home
3: hey you I like your butt
1: <laughs> oh there's my thrush gone <laughs> I assume let's find out <laughs> yeah I mean say what you want Jesus had a lot of enemies <laughs> Babe Ruth none they literally none around. they all came around they all had sex with him in the end
0: but um in the end Death is coming to have his, its turn having sex with him because apparently we are told that he is just now getting old. I'm glad they oh, point this out. I see. It looks like that Babe is all spent and he's going to embarrass himself in his last game. Uh, but fortunately, mm. Josh Gad is here to tell us that it all works out <laughs> fine. A
2: champs never quit without a fight. And Babe Ruth that day reached back into the past, dug down deep for all his remaining strength. If this was to be a swan song, it'd be loud
1: and long. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't worry about it. I'm Johnny. I was the one who grew up. (laughs) (laughs) Babe Ruth saved my life. (laughs) Baseball's number one fan. Couldn't save my throat. We hung out. We smoked a lot of cigars. Um, (laughs) That doctor kept giving them to me. I
0: think he was upset about something. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to prove a point. I don't really get it. But now my voice is fucked. (laughs) And and Babe Ruth is going to be fine in this scene, guys. Don't worry about it.
1: There was a mirror in front of my face when I woke up, and the sight of my rictus grim while I was still alive shocked me into this voice for the rest <laughs> of my life. But I still, you know, if I love Babe Ruth, man. He's, he's, he's the greatest. He's a gem.
0: <laughs> Fucking great guy, man. So, Ruth, after d- having one last amazing game, he tries to mm-hmm. quit. But, oh, no, he gets betrayed by Big Baseball. But Ruth isn't angry. Oh. He's not angry, though. He accepts their betrayal. <laughs>
2: Give it all you gut got, and baseball will be good to you. That's what Babe said, and look what baseball's doing to him.
3: That's all right, son. No, it isn't. You ought to sue him. Sue
0: baseball? That would be like suing the church. Forgive them, Father. My cock is huge. <laughs> Actual Babe Ruth. Um. <laughs> yeah, so he's out of baseball now. He can't do any more baseball, which is a problem mm. for Ruth. What's he going to do? Well, he subjects himself to the shame the shame and degradation of women's sports. Women fighting, no less. <laughs> it's, it's a nonsense. It can't be proper women. They've got to be cement mixers Probably or whatever not. the fuck he says. Umpiring a couple of female cement mixers ain't for me. Ugh. So anyway, he gets sick and dies. But <laughs> he, um, it, gets, it gets confirmed by another tactless head shape from the doctor. Where it's like, i got to beat this thing. i got to get better. And she looks over oh. to the doctor and he's like
1: yeah (laughs) he's got a slide whistle (laughs) (laughs) it's a living um and yeah oh so so he takes an experimental serum um yeah which he did in real life um he did as well as being
0: one of the first people to receive chemo and um med treatment as well so he went all for it yeah um in some ways it in some ways, yeah, but they very much phrase it that he died giving his life to medical science for you. Only yes. for all of
1: you. Yes. <laughs> not, not for him to carry on living.
0: No, he did it for you.
2: And so the babe, who had performed miraculous feats before millions of cheering fans, made the greatest play of his life far from the din of the crowd. Unknown to the press, the public, the fans of America, even to the medical profession in general the home-run king who had drawn over 55 million people to ballparks all over the land, that night, repaid every single fan for every single cheer by offering his life to help them and theirs. For the deeds he performed on the diamond, Babe Ruth has deservedly earned his place in Baseball's Hall of Fame and endeared himself in the heart of every American for generations to come. His name will live as long as there is a ball, a bat, and a ball.
1: Which is good and true and definitely true. Yes. Um, but it, it just it, at this could,
0: stage, it's just the last chapter in the uh, parable of Br- Babe
1: Roof at this stage from this film, the Book of Babe. Yeah. I mean, it is, yeah, it, it is, it does feel like the end to a historical religious epic. Yeah. Because we have the sort of ascension music, choir. <laughs> Or like the just a fanfare of brass uh, as the narrator is like from from going from playing to the cheers of men of thousands he dies for the good of the people for America
0: yeah (laughs) just the idea that Babe watched this in a cinema full of other people is a surreal image but um that is nevertheless how the film ends
1: and this guy directed Maltese Falcon right
0: not that one ah okay. (laughs) I did the same thing. I looked it up. He directed a adaptation of The Maltese Falcon um, about 10 years before the one with Humphrey Bogart. Before and, the uh, good Peter classic Laurie one. And such. Okay. Okay. The good one. Yeah, exactly. So he had a promising career. At one stage, he was like the second best paid director in Hollywood. But um, now, unknown- I didn't even mention him at the beginning, actually. What Roy What's Del his Roof. Name? Roy Del Roof. That's right. I wondered if
1: he was a relative yes, of some same. sorts. But it doesn't seem so. Because that would have made sense in the context of the film. It would have. Of <laughs> <laughs> how sycophantic like, um, this movie is. Um, it had to have been made by his son.
0: What's that fucking film called? Gotti. It's like Gotti. It feels yeah. like, you know, the guy's son was the
1: executive producer. Yeah, or of the Bohemian Rhapsody. B- Brian May. <laughs> was that involved? Well, br- like The, members oh, right, of the surviving yeah. members of Queen had like loads to do with it, so it just sort of overlooked uh, a yeah.
0: lot. I think Gotti is the more pertinent reference. I feel like more people will respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> more people will be aware of it and be like, oh yeah, he's like Gotti.
1: <laughs> the street hero.
0: What they've done is they've toned down his private life which was fucking wild. And it's the real reason behind a lot of the management dislike of him that you do see in the film. Yes. But it's the real reason that, like, he like the thing about him sticking his tongue out, that actually was apparently a myth, but everyone pretty much agrees, no, it wasn't because of the tongue thing. It's because he was a fucking animal. Um, And, you know, the puppy incident when he got suspended for two months was because of really shitty behavior on his behalf. And the fact that he didn't manage to uh, become a manager for a major league team at the end uh, was not a contract uh, breach, it was because of his behaviour. Because apparently, and this is on Wikipedia and unsourced, so take it however you want, but Roof was once followed by a private eye who reported that Roof bedded six women that night. And according to teammates, this is actually sourced as to people who knew him, uh, his womanising also ruined his first marriage. In particular, his fondness for okay. prostitutes when he moved to New York. A marriage that is not portrayed in the film at all, incidentally. There's no mention yeah. of the
1: first wife. Well, if you mention that, you'll have to find a way to end it.
0: Yeah, but well, it makes it not his fault. Um, <laughs> he also kept getting nearly killed by jilted lovers and cuckolded husbands. So, Christ. <laughs> including one yeah. who like, brought a gun to his hotel room and he had to dive
1: out the fucking window. So <laughs> He's he like an, at- an actual... <laughs> an actual movie. Yeah, like an actual get, movie. Like a like, factual, right. actual movie of Avery's life would be great. Yeah, I
0: think so. It'd be interesting. What a character. Absolutely. Yeah. And this film leaves all of that out. And also, in addition, massively exaggerates the positive aspects of his legacy. It's yeah. not enough that he really did tell a sick kid that he'd hit a home run and then did it. And the kid did show signs of improvement afterwards. Here, he cu- he cures mm-hmm. like four kids and a dog. <laughs>
2: Today, at the Tampa ballpark, he performed three miracles. He gave up his career as a pitcher and turned in an outstanding performance in left field. He hit the longest home run in the history of baseball, a gigantic center field smash, which was later measured by Frank Graham and Fred Lieb at nearly 600 feet. And he cured
1: a crippled child by simply saying, hiya, kid. Yeah, I mean, that one, as soon as he hits the ball, yeah. his kid's eyes open, and he starts to <laughs> smile, and the smile literally never, never ends. It just grows until his head splits apart. He starts doing setups. Exploding sun. Um, <laughs> he starts, starts flag- benching like, the fucking flagging, doctor. He like, grabbing lamp holes and just sticking his whole body out.
0: He commands the loyalty of everyone he meets yeah. instantly. And he's portrayed as having been massively wronged by professional baseball, when my meagre amount of research suggests he's very least shares the blame for how yeah. his baseball career turned out. Which, to be fair, is still, you know, record-breaking, best slates. Yeah. Best, like, and I, I have to respect the fact that he was an extraordinary pitcher and slugger, you know, when he had the physique that he had. A great 40s oh, yeah. bod. That's sure. great. You gotta love that. Yeah. But yeah, he was an animal. He was a maniac in real yeah. life, it seems. So... But you know, this was a film made in his shadow whilst he was still alive, so it was never going to be honest. Yeah,
1: and the thing is, I wonder because watching this now, re- removing all of the more salacious stuff, yeah. they've left his bad behaviour to basically just picking on people. Like he gets drunk pr- sometimes, he- and yeah, like, picks on people. He's an absolute dickhead in this. Yeah, like, he's just an insufferable <laughs> cog.
0: But in such a way that you feel like the audience is meant to be endeared to it. Like it's meant to be, oh, it's so funny the way he speaks. Tells it how he is. That's what he does. Tell, and yeah, tells how he
1: is. He sees someone who's shorter than him, and he just uh, relentlessly makes jokes about them.
0: Yeah. Now,
3: kids, I want you all to remember what I said about smoking. It'll
1: stunt your growth. Look what it did to him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and 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 then that when I mean, that's all he does, and have people idolize him, yeah. and you you have. You know, you have his his wife in the beginning, just think that he is an overbearing cock, and yeah. the same with you uh, Huggins and people who do see him for what he is. But then everyone around him, like that f- that fucking nightmare child, whose dog he saves, <laughs> he just yeah. uh, like after everything, just the scene ends with um oh what is it? It's like gee baby, you're just wonderful, and it's <laughs> it's it's that same like fawning, completely yeah. uncritical yeah this guy and it, it, it's such a uh, massive crazy contradiction
0: it is and it gets so close to doing interesting stuff you know the, the idea that the impact that his lifestyle had on the, his performance and his career the vanity of him being an aging baseball player detract taking attention away yeah. from younger players you know and he's just going out and humiliating himself over and over yeah. just because he can't do anything else like the wrestler you know, it's kind of a wrestler thing going on, but it just
1: squanders all of it. Why you mentioned that? Might be my one better thing. My 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 point was, I got sort of sidetracked thinking of all the ridiculous points in this movie. My my main point was, if they'd have kept in the other stuff, it might have like by broadening the scandals, it would have made it made it a more interesting and probably would have made him a bit more sympathetic yeah, so rather that's... than just focus on this one extremely negative trait that he had that he has, which is just yeah. picking on undeserving people you can absolutely you spread it across and making the womanizer and you know it's yeah. it's like the drinking and stuff it's still self-abuse and it's not good but it's interesting and you can afford some compassion for somebody in that cycle so yeah. it just it would have just made for a much more interesting experience yeah I mean, Babe Ruth might not have liked it but
0: Yeah, I mean, that's part of the issue is that they were making. But then again, if you look at... I don't know. I don't know if there was a 40s equivalent of the social network. You know, a movie that could come out while someone's alive and just be absolutely, you know, honest about a person's Mm. legacy. But it's interesting. He's such a big figure. I would be curious to see some of these other... Because I know there's a John Goodman one out there. Mm. So, yeah, I'm curious about other depictions of his life because, bloody hell, he was... He had this extraordinary life. But ultimately, you have to judge the film as a film and in deifying roof you yeah but also having this bizarre performance by a 42 year old man meant to be portraying him at all (laughs) stages of life and doing so in this sort of bumbling lovable oaf kind of way that if it wasn't an adaptation of babe roof you'd still think who is this guy
1: you know is this meant to be like forrest gump because he does it's 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 Gump esque because he does yeah. when, whenever he's not being insufferable he turn he does turn into Jesus he's so solemn yeah. and an erudite and and eloquent yeah um n- none of it tracks yeah n- none of it actually adds up to a a whole yeah. it's two completely conflicting characters so they've just like bent bent over backwards to try and make this fictitious version of Babe Ruth. Yeah, and, and and as a character study, it doesn't make any sense, and as a movie, it doesn't make any sense mm. when you look at just the unrealistic character arcs for everybody else around him. So, you know, suddenly forgiving him and falling in love with him, and yeah, so on. You love people in spite of in spite of their flaws, not because of script, which is unfortunately <laughs> just what this felt like.
0: Yeah, it does, and it's just eventually they get won over either by his sheer skill or just sort of persistence of character, and it's yeah, it's frustrating. I think. Which does so, also work, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't work. It doesn't work really as a sort of biopic of Babe Roof. Does it work as a sort of because it has this reputation as the worst, you know, one of the worst films ever made? Is it? Uh, is it so bad it's good? Uh, it, has it has some scenes. Possibly.
1: It has some scenes. It it definitely does. I I laugh quite a lot. Yeah, me too. I, I, and and I think every every scene has something ridiculous in it. Yeah. Whether or not it's just the get a lot of this dame. Uh, for trying to give me some advice, or him just manhandling women, or he manhandles a woman, from what I can remember. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he 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 talks about it an awful lot. Let me just touch you a bit. <laughs> um, it is a film that wins for me because it's what my stereotype of a 1940s movie is. <laughs> it's 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 just groups of people standing around going, "Gosh, this guy is a just the dang best guy I've ever met. Yeah. Oh, what a what a wonderful what a wonderful guy this is," and then. Mm. Sh- shunting uncomfortable children to the foreground to yeah. deliver lines about <laughs> the character in a sort of holy reverent yeah way
0: fucking sweet-faced apart from a nightmare child sort of you know pure americana just you know yeah. oh it is very cheesy Golly it's gee. very ridiculous and that does You're work more american than
1: apple pie babe <laughs> stop trying to have sex with my mother babe
0: <laughs> so yeah i think i got a kid it's fairly entertaining. I don't think I was ever bored. Yeah. And it's a long film. It's an hour and 46, but yeah, I don't remember being bored at any stage during it.
1: No. To be fair, yeah. A- every scene has something. I-, I-, yeah. I-, I laughed an awful lot. Sometimes yeah. I was just laughing out of pure shock. Um, <laughs> like the, audacity- the audacity to heal a paraplegic boy by saying hello to him is... Um, <laughs> Thanks, babe. Just... <laughs> You're yeah, the swellest, babe. You, you sure hit those balls good. God um, almighty. So yeah, I'd, I'd say it is so bad it's good. Yeah, it, it, it's... it keep it keeps up the sheer ridiculous of ridiculousness of it in its yeah. forming of Babe Ruth and <laughs> its sycophantic nature.
0: It's interesting. I try to think of like if there could be a British equivalent. Could there have been like I, I don't know forties uh, footballers who are meant to be good, but could there be like a David Beckham biopic that just portrays him as an actual Christ figure? And it feels somewhat congruous with the way in which these characters are treated. Because there is something of the deification about American attitudes towards, especially the uh, the classic sports yeah. stars.
1: Your best bet is probably George Best. Oh, <laughs> who's yeah. Who's a tight man- uh, like drinker, womanizer. Right. Bit of a wild card. Um, okay. And, and somehow managed to be an incredible footballer. In spite of the, yeah, yeah, the body abuse that he went through. Um,
0: well, that's interesting because his legacy is such that I, as someone who does not follow football, have heard of George Best as being a great footballer, but had not heard that that was his lifestyle. So he was a ah, bit of a hellraiser. Cool. So, yeah, I, I guess that is similar.
1: Because I didn't know yeah. all this oh, about Babe Ruth until I looked. Yeah. Well, there we go. If if, if the film helps us learn a bit more about <laughs> Babe Ruth, American <laughs> Hero, then great. Oh, yeah. Paul, do you know what? Um, We do have an example of this kind of biopic. It's not a sportsman. Do you know who? Is that? Is it uh, Margaret Ma- Thatcher? Margaret Thatcher, right? Yeah, that left out all of it... her womanizing, <laughs> <laughs>
0: which felt like an American film about. Yeah, it, def- it definitely did. Yeah, Babe Roof, the movie, pretty fun to watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, earns its reputation it's as watch. one of the worst movies ever made, and is pretty indicative of what you should not do when you make a biopic. So, uh, how about we quickfire? Quickfire. I'll say this: felt like an actual movie. And I mean that yeah. in comparison to the other history haulers, which are often just yes. cheaply shot, you know, back gardens in LA yes. with stop footage. Yeah, exactly. So this felt <laughs> like a a big blockbuster movie of the forties.
1: Yes, my first good thing was it almost felt like an historical epic. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, um, another thing we didn't we didn't point out though, very little baseball in this. <laughs> very little. Uh, you got
1: Babe slugging a bit.
0: Yeah, looking.
1: Semi-convincing in doing so. <laughs> the way he lumbered from base to base did match the <laughs> pictures that I saw. Right. Subsequently of Babe Ruth. <laughs> which was good. Yeah. Because he's got quite a frame on him. Yeah. I did like the bit, that the, not not the actual storytelling device of paper spinning to the foreground. To be yeah. like, Babe wins again. Babe nagged by woman and loses baseball. But um, <laughs> it starts with him slugging and every ball he hits comes to screen and and like unfolds as a paper and hits the screen and that was cool
0: yeah i've got to say that newspaper transitions are very you know spinning newspaper heads towards the screen you know we've all seen it the newspaper transitions in this are amazing (sighs) and i don't know how they did it Mm. yeah a ball will fly at the screen and be newspaper and then maybe sometimes a ball will come from and take the newspaper out and p- newspapers appear on screen as if they'd been thrown casually at the screen. Yeah. It's really quite something. They just something.
1: Did, did it with real newspapers again and again and again, like Jackie Chan. <laughs> um.
0: Take 451. Nailed it. <laughs> 71st camera we had to go through. It was worth it, though. For Babe Ruth. For Babe Ruth. For the Babe. For <laughs> The then. Babe of the powers. Okay, the Baseball Museum looked nice. Not really got any interest in baseball, but that was a nice-looking museum. Very tasteful. Huh. Not gaudy in any way. Just, yeah, and it was in the middle of the woods. Nice aesthetic. I like it. It's a
1: museum I would like to own. <laughs> <A> location alone. <laughs> and then I r- jank the prices up, because no museum should be free, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> we love it. Um, so when, when the woman, when that uppity woman, uppity yeah. broad, tells um, Babe that his tongue's poking out so that you it's know, a tell. Yeah. He's talking to Phil, and uh, he has this little innocent bit where he hears her voice that's, and looks yeah. at Phil and goes your voice has changed and then Phil has this like innocent <laughs> flustered look and then he just sort of points silently indicating the woman behind yeah. him and it was just quite a cute little
0: yeah the voice has changed moment. moment took me by surprise i wasn't expecting a gag yeah.
1: and it yeah, yeah it got me <laughs> and then i realized that oh this film is attempting gags
0: <laughs> <laughs> shit yeah i just wasn't expecting that one worked. wasn't expecting jokes and that's how they killed Houdini. so <laughs> here's a line that um uh, a line that I can't decide if I like because of how it was intended or how it came across, but okay. when he's first hired, they just say to him, um, oh, we'll pay you yeah, $600 a week. And he's like, $600?
3: There ain't that much money in the whole world. There isn't that much money.
0: That's what I said. There ain't that much money in the world. And <laughs> <laughs> there's like a few meanings going on there, but like one
1: of them is funny. <laughs> Yeah. And I like that. I assume the intention was that he's not getting the semantics.
0: Yeah, he thinks that they've said the roughly the same thing. And so he thinks yeah. the guy has corrected him to say that there's not that much money in the world. And he's like, yeah, I just said that. And yeah. And so I yeah. it again. Yeah, I think that's it.
1: That was good. <laughs> yeah. Same scene as the, the, the tongue sticking out uppity dame. Bit. Uppity dame! Baby. When she shows him, she flips out a little makeup mirror. Because obviously oh, yeah. every woman has one of those. We get a close-up of the mirror with the tongue sticking out. And then we get a wide shot of the two of them. Mm. And he's looking down in the mirror. And then he looks up and he's got his tongue sticking out still. Yeah. The, the, the reveal coming from behind the mirror. Had a, just had a bit of a screwball feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, again, not expecting them to go out on that particular limb.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's that's good. good stuff. A mirror gag. I had a mirror gag in Love mirror Happy gag. that I loved. So there you Big go. in the 40s. Big in the 40s. Love those mirror gags. Um, had a mirror. Hey, Duck Soup. So, yeah, okay, this must be our favorite scene because this is the final moment from that scene and I, I have it down here as a quick five and it's um. Sister, you don't know what this means to me. I could kiss you.
3: Hey, just a minute. Would you kiss a baseball coach just because he helped you?
0: I sure would if he looked like you. Yeah. Hitting on her, you know, all the rest of it, whatever, but there's, there's something funny there. There's something funny in the idea of, yes, I would kiss, you know, the manager if he looked like you. Like,
1: uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's something amusing there that I quite like. Oh, I get that. Yeah, and it was quick. I was busy thinking of the um, the politics behind all of that, and going, "Yeah, that's really good, actually." <laughs> Props to Pee-wee. Pee-wee is the dog. Yeah. And um, that that kid, like, he's he's got a weird tight wax face, yeah. and yet the loosest vocal cords and tongue, because <laughs> the, the like it, it's forcing words that he's not properly pronouncing out through <laughs> pursed lips is. Yeah. Just, just, just makes for the strangest performance that I'll see this year.
0: Yeah. Baby, we will die, Lee babe, we baby will die.
1: I, I, I can't properly. The children did have a, a fairly haunted, Damien quality to them, but this one, uh, this one in particular. was... <laughs> yeah.
0: When the smile, all at times. when the smile has to yeah. spread across their face and get deeper and deeper, it's like the fucking deleted scenes of Twin yeah. Peaks that just horrify. Keep smiling,
1: <laughs> keep smiling, kid. <laughs>
0: like laura palmer staring at her own fucking um ceiling light. It's terrifying <laughs> okay yeah another uh, good saucy line from a dame is that he Ooh. notices a female uh news reporter and obviously he's gonna fucking say something obviously hey sister are you a
3: baseball writer too
2: sure you want to make something of it do they
0: let you in the yankee dressing room
2: no and i don't let the yankees in mine either
1: babe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah good line very good it's good i think they then kind of it's kind of implied that the room laughs and it's almost as if babe has somehow won this interaction but Fuck, that's a good line mm. that they gave her, and she. That up. laughter's like, uh, banter, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, Who's ass gonna slap? Hey, something funny got said. Bet it was Babe. Yeah, I bet it was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am so horny. I hope he knocks me in a ba- with a baseball. <laughs> there's a scene where just before he punches out there's horrible, horrible gambling men. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where he's sitting alone, looking glum at a table, and there's a there's a the singer at this club. Oh yeah. She's just sat on his table <laughs> singing. And there's something so abstract about it. Her it keeps cutting back to her in the center of the shot just yeah, singing away, uh like top <laughs> of her lungs. Yeah. And babe just staring into space. And we just get a few different angles of it as well. <laughs> and it's just it's just nice to have them take the time with that very surreal shot.
0: Yeah, it was it was good. It was odd. <laughs> and yeah. also potentially had a bit of that darkness that you know I wanted to see more of, but <laughs> I mean, at that yes. stage, all he's done has been fired for saving a puppy. There's not much inner turmoil yeah, and then, for Babe there.
1: Yeah, and then two months of I don't know what. Yeah.
0: Ah, fuck. Who cares? Um, okay, <laughs> I'm going to have a big one. Um. The coach, okay. uh, Fred Leitner as Miller Huggins. I really liked his performance. He was great. I mean, mm. great face, great facial expressions and sort of actions. He plays a great straight man to Babe's nonsense
1: mm.
0: Um. and has a couple of really great lines like when um, Babe says something to him about, something like, oh, you're happy down there? And he's like, um, no, it's like, hey, what are you doing down there? And he's like, I'm happy down here. Or something to that yeah. effect. And my favorite one later on, when they're celebrating, and I don't realize that this is actually them telegraphing that he's getting sick.
3: Why aren't you back with the rest of the team celebrating? Next to me, you ought to be the happiest guy on a
0: train. I'm happy, Babe. I'm happy just sitting here. And I was, I really like mm. that. I like the idea that these guys have just different, you know, he is happy. He's happy, but you guys are different. And it was nice to see a sort of cl- yeah. clash of personalities there, but what they're actually saying is he's sick, therefore that's why he's yeah. not celebrating. So. I, I,
1: I did like his character very much, actually. Yeah, he was good. Um, his uh his scene when he ends up defending Babe Ruth could have done with a bit more Build-ups? Well, I mean, maybe... if we'd seen some fucking baseball, perhaps, we would have um, mm-hmm.
0: gotten yeah. a better idea of that, but yeah. That guy saved
2: baseball. Yes, he saved it.
3: So every club owner and every ball player drawing down a salary ought to go up and kiss Ruth's big fat mug every time the Babe pulls on a pair
2: of spikes. All right. So the team was terrible this season, but don't blame Babe Ruth.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or You know, I, I get that he'd be defending him because he's a great baseball player and he's good yeah. for the team, and he's being overworked because that's his argument that he's even yeah. when he's sick, he's just playing exhibition matches. Yeah. Um. So it, it makes sense, but it's just, it's just a complete about face
0: yeah yeah so. it it does and it was nice i liked it i liked the idea that these two could become friends now and that this guy would have the objectivity to separate his own personal feelings for you know about babe ruth from mm. what he believes is correct but you're right it was very abrupt
1: yeah. I, I, i've got to say there's super dark place vibes in this movie <laughs> um just just the just the complete and utter like divine loyalty people show babe ruth is very rigged agnes mm. They should pay you a hero's wage. <laughs>
0: yeah, there was there was definitely yeah. the egotism there was very, very spot on. Um, there's a bit where Babe Ruth ends up in prison and someone's like,
2: What are you in for, babe? Stealing second base?
0: Good joke, man. Yeah. Nice one. Solid joke. I didn't laugh, but I said to
1: Nell, that's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain why. <laughs> Nell? Um, darling? <laughs> when... Uh, when Babe is hitting that home run for Johnny, um, there's a boy. drunk in the in the stands yeah. who is just fetching him all kinds of abuse. Yeah. Um. When when he's you know when he's getting strikes, um, that's what they say in baseball, right? Getting yeah, strikes.
0: Yeah, getting strikes, getting all the strikes. Yeah.
1: Doing the strike. Doing a strike. There's a drunk in the. He he looks toothless, but actually he has teeth, which is how drunk he is. <laughs>
3: Oh, I know the one.
0: He has got the most extraordinary voice I've ever heard a human being possess. Give
3: him to Brooklyn, he's a bomb! Give him a fun! Paddy,
1: hits like a vice president! It's incredible fucking you, Red. I talk like a living as tray. <laughs> I'm Paddy and Selma, We're joined by <laughs> devil Bob Bobcat um, not Yeah, any... <laughs> And a bobcat fucks Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> performance voice. So he when when he um yeah, he's shouting all this abuse. And then when Babe finally hits the, the home run, he's like, Ah oh, babe, I love you. I always had it in ya. I always knew you could do it. And yeah. It's just good drunk oath washing sports. <laughs> but, oh fucking pass it, you prick! Oh, yeah, nice one, mate. Best player, <laughs> best player in the team. Never doubted you. Yeah, yeah. It's Fra- I should be manager. It's it's Daz Army.
0: Fraser, you know, it's 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 good stuff. It's a good sort of hypocritical kind of dude. The guy.
1: Oh my voice hurts. Oh
0: shit! Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> Nearly there. This is my last one. Okay. There's a moment. There's a moment of actual baseballing tension in this, and I have to. And I enjoyed it. And what it was for me. And there's a couple of scenes of baseball, but this is the only one that actually kind of affected me. Babe Ruth is close to breaking his record. He wants to do that, obviously. Mm. The pitcher is going to try and fuck this up for him by having him walk to first base, which is a disadvantage to him, but will also deny him this record. And so he throws his first two pitches far too close to Babe. And then Mm. the third one, he's still trying to fuck it up. And I, I genuinely got kind of invested in the baseball action we were seeing. You know, he's, oh, cool. like, the pitcher is trying to deliberately not throw balls that the, that the um, batter can hit. And that was interesting. I've never seen that kind of thing go on before. And, yeah, well, I mean, when I put it like that, that's what the um, pitcher is always trying to do. But, like, deliberately yeah. trying to do bad throws. And I was like, mm. huh, is Babe going to, like, pull something out and actually somehow manage to get a home run with a bad throw? You know, like... Mm. what's going to happen? I can't even honestly remember how the scene resolves. I think the third throw is uh, foul or something and so they have to re-throw it and I think maybe he does hit it in the end. I don't know. But the point is for just a brief precious moment there I was actually invested in the baseball being played. Cool.
1: See? Which is probably something I
0: should have felt more often.
1: (laughs) In a baseball film.
0: In a baseball biopic. But it's not a baseball baseball film.
1: It's a Babe Ruth film.
0: It's a Babe Ruth film and it was definitely almost about that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Definitely, nearly. I like the cut from him contemplating taking the refereeing job at the end. Cutting to his unsure face as two very aggressive women slam each other onto the canvas over and over again. There's just a bit <laughs> of a yeah, a good comedy hard cut to. Oh. <laughs> um, what is this? Yeah. Oh god. Um, props <laughs> to the prop team. Uh, Babe's fan mail in the hospital room closet when he's on his deathbed. There's just mm. clearly some work went into arranging an unruly bushel of envelopes
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it could have just oh, been oh yeah, yeah any old fan mail or hate mail sent to babe ruth and they thought we'll put it in boxes and <laughs> jobs <laughs> it was are hate mail sent to the production yeah <laughs>
0: then you please they stop this <laughs> what's happening and and streets babes, of london
1: babe's your uncle paul i should have said that <laughs> that's very good oh shit yeah you know, fucking and, and then when they speak <laughs> of babe's legacy at the end they're like he's gone on to influence Everybody who wants to play baseball, and then it cuts straight to a kid arguing with an umpire, like, getting yeah. right in his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just really aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> really sore loser. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good timing. Look, visuals aren't important in cinema, I will I will admit that. It's, it's just bankrupt to say as much. But sometimes, <laughs> when you put dialogue over the top of visuals, you do sometimes link the two of them, <laughs> and take meaning from one because of the other.
0: Nobody tell Eisenstein. <laughs> did the og fucking team actually have anything to say about the babe roof story christ i'd be surprised let me let me have a look
1: thanks og team
0: thanks og team bye um (laughs) let's talk bye now very quickly about the one better thing the one
1: better thing uh yeah it was actually the wrestler Mm. um i I was thinking of a sports biopic and actually yeah thinking about babe roof's character really Mm. and that's sort of i know the wrestler is fictitious mm. it's fiction but it's um i'm sure it's quite close to home for a lot of wrestlers who come yeah. out, who come out of that career and find themselves physically broken and and still having to make ends meet but not being able to do anything else yeah um it, it, it's a really interesting angle um and uh, as we said it would have just made the Babe Ruth story way more engaging to see this flawed person, not Jesus himself with a bat. Yeah, absolutely. Um and, and the wrestler does that. The wrestler was a real warts and all yeah. story about this deeply flawed man. Yeah. Trying to trying to improve his situation, but not doing it with any direction or focus. And just and,
0: and just mourning the time in which he could be a hero. You know, when he could yeah, be the guy exactly. on stage and everyone would love him and ultimately getting too old to do that anymore. And you know, that's a really as i get older these these stories are now finally beginning to hit home you know when you're a kid it's like oh we got too old that's fine the next movie will have someone else in it and he'll be young you know but now that i actually have a a a point of reference for the idea of getting too old to do certain things yeah it's really hitting home now this idea that the tragedy of being too old to do something now and you'll never get to do it again yeah yeah go to like playgrounds I, there's only one situation in which I'll be able to do that anymore and I'm not doing it. I'm so. not willing to take that step. I cannot, you know, no matter how bad I want to go on the swings.
1: You can't, you can't drop to your knees anymore and go, no. I, I, I could, without, but I'd with, have with to... That, with at least without padding.
0: Yeah, you have to give me
1: a minute. Do it in a park. <laughs> I have to engineer all of your tragedies to take place in, in grassy areas. <laughs> and I'm not ready to put in that, that legwork. Top five anyway. So, so, so fuck you, Darren Aronofsky, <laughs> and it's coming to me. Who's, who's Mickey Rourke in Mickey yeah. Rourke, who's fucking fantastic in it.
0: He is. As is um, Marissa Tomei, the whole supporting cast yes. is really fantastic in The Wrestler.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I've got two for you. The first is oh. A Face in the Crowd. Really good 1957 film directed by actor-director um, Elia Kazan, uh, more famous for his work with James <laughs> Dean and Marlon Brando. But A Face in the Crowd <laughs> stars Andy Griffith in his first and probably best role. Um, it's about First and probably last pro- for- Probably last, I haven't looked Um, uh, No, he didn't do much on um, film, he's obviously Mainly known for the Andy Griffith show in America But my god is he good in this one He's uh, He plays a guy, he's just a sort of He's a musician And um, he runs into a radio journalist In a jail that he's gone to For being a drunk And mm. he is a drunk, he struggles with alcohol Throughout the entire film And he's got this huge personality He can fucking charm people in an instant He's loud he's kind of a pop he's a just a popular guy and he's considered to be a man's man he's given a regular spot on this radio channel where suddenly he starts to take an interest in politics and finds that what he can do is influence people because he is a man of the people He is a face in the crowd he's able to okay. get people on board and do things so this is 1957 the film came out and it you know popularism down to a t And slowly, he starts to go up, he gets a television show, and, you know, he gets more uh, fame and more power as a result, and he starts using it irresponsibly, and it's just about our main character, the initial radio journalist, Marcia, um, trying to come to terms with the monster that she has created as he starts to be seduced by darker forces in American politics, and It's just great. It's a, it's an epic. It's real rags to riches. We start in an Arkansas jail and end up in like, you know, this penthouse that he's set himself up in. It has a very satisfying climax, um, which unfortunately doesn't happen enough in um, real life. Um, But yeah, Yeah. it's just, it's just fucking great. It's a really good thing, and Andy Griffith is so good in it that it just makes you wish that he had done more drama and taken on more sort of villainous roles because he's definitely the villain in this cool yeah it's really good stuff and so the other one I want to recommend is um a little bit unusually is a film I have not watched yet Ooh. Chadwick Boseman, very tragically um died yesterday just uh, a real shock mm. to um uh, to everyone um yeah really and um in a, in and amongst all of the um tributes to him I couldn't help but notice that one of the films of his that I haven't seen and I'm going to be trying to watch as much of you know the films that are out there as I can now because there's now a limited amount of access we have to his incredibly charismatic presence. One of them was a baseball biopic. Yeah. He was in a film called 42, um, which was about uh, Jackie Robinson, who was the first African-American baseball player to play in a major league um, in modern era, I think was the way they phrased it. Obviously, I don't know too much yeah. about all of that stuff, but, you know, it's a 1940- It's set in the 1940s and it's, yeah, all about, all about this baseball player and Chadwick Boseman is in the lead role as jackie robinson you got harrison ford in there and it's um directed by brian hegeland who if i remember correctly oh wow wrote nightmare on street four uh fantastic <laughs> glad to see that but also wrote la confidential um oh, yeah. mystic guy. mystic river <laughs> man on fire what a strange man but he directed um for and he directed a night's tale <laughs> he directed a night's tale and oh. also directed 42 Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be checking out 42 and it sounds like it's going to be a lot better than the Babe Ruth story at the very least. Better than Thatcher. Better than Thatcher any day of the fucking week, mate. And that, (laughs) believe it or not, was the one better thing. The one better thing. Okay, Paul, how can people find out more about the OG team?
1: No, not the OG team, the OG us. They can get in touch with the OG team who, who've got the scoop on us. That's for (laughs) sure. That's what my anonymous blackmailers are telling me. (laughs) Yeah. If not, and if you want to stem stem the, the, the pull on paul hatred that's been yeah, coming to us come as of late. Um, do something in about it. mind. Then you can do that at OGT Pod at t- uh, Twitter and Facebook. Send us an email at gmail at OGTpod at gmail.com. Um we're on uh, we're on Spotify now. It's apparently really nice and easy. Somebody told me this uh, the other week.
0: <laughs> they yeah.
1: went we're following you on we? Said, I'm following you on Spotify. I mean, oh, Wow. Didn't realize you could do anything. On Spotify, <laughs> except listen to music that's better than yours. Yeah. We and we have a Patreon, believe it or not. We do. We all advice, legal and moral. We yeah. have a Patreon, and we're releasing weekly. Uh, the busiest men in podcasting in in that one particular bit, probably. I reckon.
0: <laughs> I Unsourced.
1: reckon. Uh We have released the DVD challenge with the the dashing John from Beyond the Box Set. Crazy re- Which dashing. went really well. Dueling Star He's a dandy and a rake and a lover <laughs> and a full-time toker. Don't know the lyrics to that song. This coming week, we will be releasing my part Ooh. of our next Pools pitch.
0: What are we pitching? You'll find out. But I'll
1: tell you this. Oh. <laughs> a pitch worthy of Babe Roof. That's what it'll be. <laughs> Come and listen to me slug it out of the park, whatever that means. For as little as a dollar a month. Uh, Where you get access nothing. to that. Um, the groundbreaking series, uh, which which personality quiz are you, and <laughs> a whole bunch of other stuff, as well as just supporting us for doing the thing that we love to do. Absolutely. Bye.
0: Bye. I'm Paul Borman. I'm Paul Borman. And remember, the one good thing about the Babe Roof story is watching the Babe Roof story can actually cure you of almost any ailment through the power of Babe. I can feel. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs>